Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready War Room Edition. I'm Jim. Here with me today is, as usual, Mike, and our special guest today is Dontavius. What's going on, people? Mike. Hi. <laughs> Stage fright. Hey. You knew this, Mike? Is this your first episode? Let's, yeah, you know, yeah. we're trying to make our guests feel special here, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got kind of nervous there. Sorry. So so maybe, maybe we'll start off good here. Like, uh, obviously, you're a veteran. What, well, do you want to share anything about what you served and where you served or anything like that? Anything that makes you special? Oh, uh, man. I uh, I did about six years in the Army. I was in the Army Reserve. I was fortunate uh, to have one deployment under my belt. Um, I served, uh, I was deployed to Shandan, Afghanistan. Uh, was probably the best times of my life, to be honest. I had great leadership. Uh, it was it was a time where I was young and still trying to figure out who I am. So it was a great experience all around. I had a great unit. Um, Man, that's one of the most memorable times of my life. But uh, I was a transportation coordinator, logistics. I was a FOBIT. Didn't leave the FOB, but still, still a great, uh, great thing. So, cool. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate your service. Appreciate you. Thank you. Were yeah. you anywhere there, there, Mark? Mike, weren't you? I, I don't know what it. Uh, it sounds familiar. I was in uh, Kandahar, and I, I uh, did a couple of years at Bagram. I, I, okay, I, heard, yeah. I heard of that, but I don't know exactly where it is. He never came out of okay, the bunker, yeah. so. Who, me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to leave the five all the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no, was, uh, was on the, the west side of Afghanistan. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I really don't know where it is now. <laughs> and yeah, just to it's correct you once again, yeah, what's uh Just to correct you again, I used to leave the fob a whole lot of times, man. Every time we went on vacation, and Starbucks, then, yeah, yeah, yeah right. come back. He was yeah. a contractor there. He was a yeah. Con- it makes you yeah. understand that. Don't mislead any of these veterans. I w- I tried. I tried. Wife wasn't having that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I would say I seen more. I seen the war zone more once I got out the military. Yeah, that's you know great. what I mean. Yeah, so <laughs> it was interesting. It's good though. It's good. So, what do you do right now, man? Uh, right now, I'm self-employed. I'm a business oh. owner. Okay. Uh, I uh, franchise owner. Own oh, okay. a, a consulting company called Schooly Mitchell. We work with businesses, help them reduce expenses uh, to areas on merchant services small package shipping, waste, and telecoms. Uh, so I think it's a great thing we're doing right now. So, um, I mean, even when the, the country's booming and everything is working well, I think you should always save money. You should never uh, overpay, right? Right, right. It's hard to get rich. Um, the objective uh, to get rich is to keep your expenses low and your profit right. high, increase yep. the profit margin. So I, I love what I do. I love helping. So... I think it's a great fit for me. I think it's a good market for it too. I mean, I think a lot of rich people are rich because they're very frugal. So, but then you get a lot of entrepreneurs that just jump in there and think they need to throw a lot of money at stuff to get results. So, yeah, yeah, that that takes a lot of uh, convincing. Uh, Sometimes younger younger entrepreneurs are the hot shots. You know, it's like, oh, hey, I could just keep making more and more money. Like, well, that's working harder. You know, why not just? you know, decrease your expenses and you'll still make more money, theoretically. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, you work smarter, not harder. I don't know. 
Yeah, those are companies that normally, <laughs> when when uh, stuff hits the fan, as they say, then the first thing you do is cut personnel. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'm yeah. trying to. Uh, right now, I I think of it like you know, hey, it's the middle of a pandemic, right? So you want to cut people, and you know, a lot of jobs are not hiring. Things are slow. And you're cutting people. I think you should try to hold on to every employee you have. Right. That helps one more family out. I yeah. don't want to see. I can't imagine. Uh, you know, you lose your job, and now you're trying to go for uh, welfare, and hey, maybe they're backed up because they're they have less employees, so it takes the process yep. takes even longer. Yeah, I, I, that's a tough situation all around. Yep, I agree. I hope you get get plenty more opportunities to help the people out. I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm for the people. You yeah, know, people's champ. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that's you know, you that's, that's one good thing. Let, you know, maybe we identify that. I mean, that's one good thing I love about like veteran-owned businesses because veterans already know they they know a lot of uh, the hard skills, the discipline, all that. But they also they come with the right mentality because it's not always about getting rich because. No veteran was ever getting rich in the military. Well, unless you're a high-paying officer that, you know, yeah. loses in with politicians. But most of <laughs> most of us hardworking grunts down the bottom, you know, we're not getting rich. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's for sure. What'd you say, Mike? I said some some people get kickbacks, you know, from contracts sure. and stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh you know, yeah. You know, you was on one of those contracts. No, I, no, no, no. I have no clue what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Right, right. Classified, right? Classified. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get a job over there now. No, just joking. Just joking. <laughs> them so out. what else you want to talk about, Don Davis? Oh, man. Whatever. I'm open to anything, anything and everything. Some some current events. We talk about yeah. football. Whatever. Hey, the floor is yours. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. All right, we, we can talk. I'm big into college football. I'm a, I'm a Hurricanes fan. Uh, and I was watching the game this this past um, Saturday. Uh-huh. I'm not too happy with uh, our performance against Clemson, man. I, I, I was... I was very hopeful, and I get Clemson's been doing it for a long time, and they've they've had the ship, you know, going in the right direction for a long time, and and uh, the Hurricanes have been inconsistent over the years and had a lot of bad coaching, yeah. and a bad culture. But I felt like this was the year. I mean, granted, it's a long season to go. We could still uh, meet them in the ACC championship game, but um, I was heartbroken because yeah. I, I feel like. Outside of a couple star players and a couple young guys, I feel like a lot of the team didn't show up. Um, you know, wide receivers dropping the ball, quarterback uh, not putting the, the passes where they need to be in some instances, the coaches just not really adjusting. Um, I, I felt like we beat ourselves a lot, and that wasn't the best uh, – the best version of our team to show up. I mean, I, granted, each week you want to get better. You want, you know, uh, each week you want to improve. But I felt like we improved weeks one through three. And then, you know, here comes the fourth week and we we didn't improve. We took a step back. Mm. It was kind of reminiscent of uh, the past 
team past her game teams we've had over a couple of years. So okay, I don't know. Yeah, like me, I'm a I'm, a, I'm an avid uh, college football fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's anything you can tell me about college football that I would know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know that I know there are football like? players that go to college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, 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 college, let me ask. after high school, right? Right, right. Yeah, okay, okay. Hey, yo, I wanted to ask Dontavius because I, I think this is a this is not the year to be hard on your teams because I think even there's there's players that can't play because of the COVID stuff, and I think it's really hard to evaluate a team this year because it's it's really in turmoil this whole season, and some some places have fans. Some places don't. Some play. So, so I don't really know if it's really fair to be hard on your team or even to to, to bask in the glory right now because you know they could be facing a team where star quarterback gets COVID and can't play. Yeah. So. Well, I'm under I'm under the mindset this this is the year for like you see a lot of teams that generally haven't been good over the past couple of years and now they're doing well. I mean, you look at the Browns, that's an organization that's been known for sucking in the NFL, but this year they're having a pretty good year. Wait, wait, a, minute. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't they have Odell Beckham? <laughs> they had him last year too. <laughs> but uh, no, I think so in so in the, in the college ranks, a lot of teams didn't have the opportunity to practice. And uh, where we had at least four games to practice, even though we had a new offensive coordinator, we at least had four games. Uh, I mean, sorry, four days of practice, um, which that, that accounts for something. And you, you the, it, it, the country kind of went into shutdown and a lot of players had to go back home to, you know, work out and continue working out. At that point, I get it when, you know, you have the Alabamas, who's uh, the Clemsons of the world, Ohio States of the world. Their, their training facilities are top-notch, you know? So when players are there, hey, they get top-notch, you know, coaching or strength and conditioning and all that stuff. But when everybody's home, it's up to the player to put the work in. It's up to the player to to uh, get creative because not everybody's going to have a nice weight set or access to a gym. Uh, so it's, it's up to the players. So I felt like that gave that kind of even the playing field. I know people are going to come into the season, not in the best shape. A lot of mistakes are going to be made. Um, so I felt like with everything going on in the world with COVID and a lot of teams having turnover and not being able to even practice, even though we have four uh, opportunities to practice in during, uh, I believe, the spring. And our playbook on offense is so easy. I felt like that gave us a leg up and some continuity. So once we come back in the fall and fall practices did start back, that we can be a little bit ahead of some other people. But uh I think this is the year where we can definitely make it happen. Um, Clemson has some holes. I, I'm gonna say Clemson because that's that's our goal: ACC championship. Not really the playoffs right now, but just get to the ACC championship and win it. Then worry about everything else. Um, but I think if we can make it back there, we can make some adjustments. We can play with them. Um, I think this is the year. Next year, uh, <laughs> probably not. Everybody's a little bit older, and uh, I mean Trevor Lawrence may be gone, but everybody's a little bit who, older. Who's that? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, that's a uh, Clemson okay. starting quarterback. I, I mean, he said, might be the number one pick. I thought you said Trevor pick. Noah from CNN, but yeah. go ahead. Oh, <laughs> nah, Trevor Lawrence. I can't tell I if Mike is that. taking notes or falling asleep. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know nothing about uh, Trevor Noah, man. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, hey, I don't know anything about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just make it up as we go. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's that's uh that's that's just been my thing, man. This just, just coming off this weekend uh, was pretty down. I was pretty upset. Oh, okay. I know, uh, how you how you feeling now? I'm feeling great. Yeah, you're feeling great. That's oh, great. So, I'm here. I'm here with you guys. Yeah, okay. Game. Right. I'm not playing. I need <laughs> to stop being so down. Man, a couple years ago, I was. This was when I was really big into the NFL. Before I realized college is a little bit more exciting. Mm. I'm, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, and then when they would lose, that that destroyed my whole week. So I had to evaluate my myself. Should we, should we stop here, Mike? Yeah. Should we yeah, stop we here, Mike? Bad connection. Bad damn connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, who you like? Who you like? We don't need to talk about that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I can't discuss oh, that. Hey, yeah. oh, hey, well, let's wait till next year. I'll tell you who I like. I, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't even embarrass myself next year. Say what? You're not a Dolphins fan though, right? Oh no, 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 no. Giants. Mm. Oh, ill. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, at least y'all had a Super Bowl recently. We we still living off what we did recently. in the 90s. Yeah. Recently. I mean, yeah. Oh, more recently. Within, we, we had. within the last two decades. Yeah, more recently. <laughs> we had. Like within your lifetime, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, uh, being a Giants fan is tough. I didn't, Mike, I didn't know you were a Giants fan. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm a Giants fan, but I'm... Once again, we don't talk about it. Yeah, well, it's, been good, it's, it makes sense, it's been good until Dontavious got on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I'm glad, I'm glad Eli gone. That dude was the luckiest dude. Overrated. I, I really despise that man because he yeah. can throw up some bull crap. And yeah. It always worked out in his favor. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. He he got more. Uh, he see he wasn't like a Montana or even like his brother. You know, it, to me, he he got a lot of credit for what the receivers did. You yeah. know, you you throw you throw the ball three to five yards off the mark, the receiver makes it happen. Wait, but wait. he gets credit for it. Wait, 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 wait. You, you can say that about the Giants. But you better not even think that you can't compliment the Cowboys front line. I mean, you could have put you could have put the, the worst quarterback in the in the NFL, Kaepernick or whatever, behind the Cowboys line, and he could have been a superstar. And Hold not on. to mention they had superb receivers. Yeah. yeah. Kaepernick Kaepernick wasn't bad. You said, why you got to say worst quarterback oh, in the NFL? Oh, oh, oh. I said, but, you could put the worst in Cabernet. <laughs> you could put a bull back there. Uh, they, the like, Cowboys O line, the Cowboys O line was skill. Sure. Eli was just. Sure. Lucky, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the Cowboys, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. The Cowboys front line was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing for their quarterback and their yeah. running backs. Yeah. I mean, you could walk, you, mean, you, you could bring yeah. four players through some of the holes they would create. You know, but then you got guys like Emmett Smith, and yeah. he, I mean, he was good, but I think he was just great because of the Cowboys' front line. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, everyone like, knows yeah. that. Aikman and all that, they they had an awesome front line. I can't. Yeah, it's like people said back in the days, if Barry Sanders had the Dallas Cowboys front line, mm -hmm. it hit all the records would have been broken. Shattered. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I grew up. I grew up naive. I grew up believing Emmett was better than Barry. 
<laughs> until I really got older and I I, I started to like wow. you know what I'm saying evaluate yeah. I said, yeah no Barry was just yeah. on a whole nother level yeah just like you said if he played for the Cowboys yeah. he would have yeah. broke he probably could have broke it with the Lions if he decided to keep playing True. I think he, what, he, he stopped what like 2,000 yards short or something like that yeah thousand something it's like he didn't he didn't care he didn't want it that was he, yeah. he, he's been like that since high school so yeah. so, so you know I, I want to go back because I know it's more sensitive but you you're telling me Kaepernick was a good quarterback oh here They're we go great what well, I didn't I didn't yeah, really catch yeah, yeah, it yeah I definitely think Kaepernick is still still playing the league you think he could play in the league yeah how, how you have a quarterback that played for San Francisco brought on the relevance and you took him to uh I think it was an NFC championship or Super Bowl or something like that and then uh Couple of years later, you know, because his stance uh, about what's going on in the world, and now, now all of a sudden, you're telling me, whoa, 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 you got out, quarterbacks like, Tama, Tama, that that benching was before the stance. He was yeah, on the bench before he made his stance. If you're being realistic, and I, I'm not taking a shot at you, but no, if people are being realistic. If he take didn't take, take that knee, <laughs> take a shot. If he didn't take that knee, you can't tell me that he wouldn't have played for another team in the league. You can't tell me the Dolphins couldn't have used him. Oh, he, he probably could have worked or his the, way around. Or the but... Browns before uh, they got uh, Mayfield. You know, what I mean, you can't tell me there's teams around the league, even the Giants before they went and drafted this uh, high overall pick, that it wasn't. Uh, there was teams that could have used his services. Even now, still there. Sure, sure. I'm not I, doubting that. I think that. he uh, definitely has some talent. But you got you got plenty of wide receivers that that had lots of talent, but couldn't keep their mouths shut about things or couldn't stop snorting the cocaine. I mean, you know that personally because Cowboys are <laughs> infamous for their felonies. Yeah, and, and yeah, you, yeah. they ruin their careers. So yeah, you know, shut up, play football, and you probably will go far. But I, I'm not. I'm not <clears> one <throat> to tell someone to, to shut up. Like what? <laughs> If LeBron wasn't LeBron, he wasn't the face of the NBA. Would people be telling him to shut up? He does tell LeBron yeah. to shut up. Yeah, I would tell. Him to I shut don't up. think he. I don't think he should shut up though. That why you not? Have a voice, you should. You, sh- you have a voice. You should use it. Just uh, because yeah, you just are. Because, yeah, but just because you have a voice doesn't mean you should use it. I mean, why not? say what? No, nah, you're a basketball player. Bounce the ball, shoot the ball, pass the ball. Now that so, doesn't that doesn't mean on his own he can't go out and run some fundraiser, start something. But but I think if you're no 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 you don't get to have that. No, you he should do that. What? No. Why, why you say that? Because he need, so how he how, shouldn't be talking about no social issues. So he shouldn't be doing no fundraisers to help people. <laughs> why why can't he have a voice to say that? But. If he can have a vote <laughs> to vote for the president, that that changes everything. Why can't he have a voice to, to speak on? Oh, now you're you getting deep. You show me where somebody voted for a president and that changed something. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he has the opportunity. I know. What I'm saying is he has the opportunity, like the, the freedom to do it. Right. So if you have the freedom to do it and if you have a platform, you should use that platform for whatever well, I, reason. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the platform thing. I, I agree with this, this, the right to say it. The platform him, thing Jim. is wrong because think about it. President Trump has a platform, but everybody doesn't want to hear everything he has to say. Mm-hmm. So he has a platform and nobody uh, wants to. No, no that's different. Well, it that's doesn't different. matter. He still yeah. he has a platform. 
Everybody doesn't want to hear what he has to say, but there's a great number of people that agree with what he has to say and they believe what he has to say. Everybody may not want to hear what LeBron has to say about social injustices, but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't well, be said. But nobody's, that doesn't mean that you can't. Nobody's uh, that, you know. tuning in to President Trump to hear about any full court press or any anything not related to his job and position. And I think that's what we're talking about. I, I don't care. LeBron wants to talk to me about posting up on, you know, Little guys and, and you know, dra- or trying to get all your friends to play so you can win cups or whatever they call championships there. Sorry, I'm a hockey guy. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he wants to talk basketball. Hey, I'll, I'll listen. I mean, the man knows basketball. Mm-hmm. So your platform doesn't just give you the right to talk about crap you know nothing about. Uh, and, and that's well, you're assuming he doesn't semantics. know anything about. Oh, no, I hear you're what he says. He oh, I hear what you're he says. You're assuming he doesn't. You, I mean, okay. you can say you can say he right. can say a lot, and you can make an Let's assumption that man, this dude is he doesn't know anything about. Let's get it on the record. Then. Let's get it on the record, Dontavious. Okay, black go ahead. Pe- are black people being hunted by cops? Are black people being hunted by cops? Now, remember, no. you, you're black. No. You have to be included in that. Well, that's something stupid no. that LeBron said. Now, if LeBron said, I feel like I'm being hunted by cops or some, some black people feel like they're being hunted by cops, then that's OK. But to say a stupid statement like black people are being hunted by cops, it may be, may be true in some other countries because I can't speak for that either. But that's mm. a stupid thing to say. And that's something to me you should if you're going to give your platform a stance, then you need to be educated, at least saying something that's not stupid, or at least apologize. I say stupid stuff. I have to apologize. apologize that's his opinion. Wow. Why wow. apologize for yeah. your opinion? <laughs> what does he have to apologize for? Oh, my God. What does he have to apologize for? Feel, he feels. No, he, he didn't he say feels, he feels. If he feels like black people. But he said black people are being hunted by cops. Right. That's how he feels. No, he didn't right? say that's, I that's feel what he feels like about. black people are. So he's, you just assume because he said it. He didn't he have to say it, but he but he said it. That that's he's telling you how he feels. Oh god. He, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's no, telling well, you how he feels. Black people are being hunted by cops, right? I don't feel that they are. But, with but maybe platform. he does. With the platform. I can't tell you how yeah, and I, honestly, if I was in his same situation, I would shed light on it too. I would do that as well. I'm not, I, but I'm also under the belief of you have uh, uh, racist leaders. Um, for example, the the, the L.A. Clippers. Um, who was the dude Sterling a, a yeah. couple years ago? He was racist. So here he's the owner owner of a franchise, got a, a whole bunch of uh, black players playing for him you think he likes them no he's using them right those people shouldn't be in the positions that they are mm. like that that's what i'm that's what i don't like I, I don't like that so when you have people that are all around the country in positions that that make a difference so so let me get this right then if lebron says something <clears throat> that he feels even if it's incorrect, that's okay. But if the LA owner says something that he feels, even if it's okay, it's not okay, it's wrong, it's not okay. No, everybody's entitled to their opinion. You can stay how you feel. So, but, but you said you that the LA guy shouldn't be in that position when he said no, I'm not something. He racist. shouldn't be in that position. What I'm saying is, he literally out his mouth says something racist. Did LeBron say something racist out his mouth? Okay. I didn't hear it. I, I don't. 
I, I don't. I, so LeBron's taking a stance against how he feels and what he's seeing being done to his people, right? If uh, Sterling was to come guys? out, is that you guys? Are you his people? That's right. You can't just okay. I, I don't think you know, you know, the saying how some people are invited to the barbecue, right? Oh. Some some people, you people, it doesn't matter your color, but on certain on certain things. It's, it's hard to say. You're one of what you get. What I'm saying. Mm-hmm. How can I say this? So, can I ask you though? Can I ask you just just to clarify for a second? So, if Mike is a policeman and he's killing black people, is he one of the people or not? Because I mean, Mike likes to hunt black people. It depends I on. I think I'm just saying. I it, think it it's, depends on. It depends on how he's doing it. Why he's doing it? Is it the same motive as someone that's a, a racist cop? Racism is every color, so it's not just uh, you know whites that are racist. We, I think, generally people want to end police injustice. It's not just police injustice for white people. That goes for black, white, Latino, every, every race. Just it's long overdue. You have uh, areas of this country where. Um, Police are just being overly uh, aggressive, and it's not—it's uncalled for, and they get a slap on the wrist, or maybe nothing at all. They're suspended without pay, suspended with well, pay. Well, uh, those are just individuals. You know, you can't lump all police officers in one category. Those are just mm-hmm. individual incidents. You know, mm-hmm. they're separate. Just because it happened in California, mm-hmm. some happened in Texas and mm-hmm. New York and Florida and Georgia. Mm-hmm. And just because it's in Kentucky and Tennessee and Arkansas, maybe a couple in Utah as well. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Maybe just maybe up in Ohio, you know, a couple incidents in Michigan. Mike, also. I, I don't I, appreciate your sarcasm. Oh, OK. I'm and I sorry. think we've already discussed this, that there's even potential for certain big city departments to be way more represented and aggressive than a lot of your smaller town policemen. Mm. But when you do lump them mm. in together, that's it's a it's a wrong assessment. It's, it's just wrong. Well, wouldn't that be the same as if you have a protest going on and somebody, some idiot decides to throw bricks and stones and break windows and then the people of said protest get labeled as a group during this violent act? Well, yes, I agree with that under one condition. Oh, it's always a condition. Please explain. <laughs> well, because you have to dis- disown yourself from them. Oh, and I, and perfect. I think, and I think like we've discussed before, Mike, I don't think police are bad i think culture police culture can be bad and i think they they don't want to protect these these bad police because me and you both know that if there's a bad one you don't want anything to do with them right so if it's it's, you can't get rid of them so if it's happening it's happening and those are as mike said like isolated incidents but then you're saying jim you have to uh kind of police the police in a way. Well, we do have, we, there are things in place. The good cops have to look out and make sure like they get rid of the bad cops. Is that happening enough? I don't think so. No, no. And I'll I'll tell you that for a fact, but, but, but you're looking at it. I don't, I don't think that's happening. You're, you're looking at it from an outside perspective because you can't just assume that just because it's not happening, that good cops don't want it to happen. 
police unions protect a lot of cops, even the oh, bad sure. Sometimes yeah, the, sure. the bad cops have a little coup in there, or sometimes the bad cop knows the bad police, um, you know, what's mm-hmm. his name? I can't even think of the guy's name that's in charge of it. Gosh. <laughs> in charge of what? The police department. <laughs> the chief? The chief. <laughs> maybe I thought maybe that word was offensive. We can't be the chief so the police guy in charge might be bad, and he might be protecting the, the bad cops under him. I mean, so there's a lot of different scenarios that are not considered mm-hmm. because you're getting outside perspectives of what those people should be doing. Mm, I agree. And I'm not one to ever say F the police because that's that's lumping everybody together. But when I see a video of multiple officers doing something illegal and not one steps in to uh, to intervene, that I think you're all bad. It doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if I go out. Elaborate, because if if you're going to talk about Floyd, we can discuss that because we've already broke that down. All right, but let's say I'm to, I'm going out on a patrol with you, and you're doing something overly aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you have a history of it. I don't know, but for this instance, I see you doing something, and you're stepping on uh, someone's rights. Now I could intervene right there, or I could wait, and you know I could back you up, and be like, I got your back, and then we step to the uh, step away from the scene, you know, but hey, and I, and I pull you aside and talk to you about it. Right? Yeah. There's, 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 yeah. there's both, there's multiple ways to handle it. Myself, yeah. I will handle it right there at the scene. But, hey, but uh, me, that's not right, bro. You need but to stop for a second. Stop for a second, because this mm-hmm. is where I want to talk about. This is exactly okay. the, this, the, the outside perspective. What is at risk mm-hmm. if you did stop that, that right there at the scene? Not that I'm saying it's a priority, but you got to think of the all around factors of, of what's going on right now. What are you doing? And I literally had this happen to me in public where uh, one of my FTOs pulled me aside because I didn't do a thorough search on a Christian kid that was just there meeting his friends. And he literally had me on the back of a police car in public, both of us police car showing me how to do a a frit. And I'm sitting here like, do you you realize how embarrassing it is for this police department right now? What you're doing? And I'm just saying that, not that it's an excuse not to correct a behavior, because there has to be a limit. But if it's something that's gonna embarrass the force by two cops fighting at a scene, you gotta be a little smarter than that. So you just can't take it for granted that if cops doing something, they need to just stop it. Now, if it's extreme and he's, beating somebody or something. Yes, I agree with you. But oh, that's, where the, that's where the overly aggressive part comes in. Well, right. If we're talking strictly yeah. overly aggressive, sure, I get it. I, I guess yeah. you, you'd have to do something. That's what I'm saying. But you still got to Is overly subtle. aggressive leaning on someone's neck for eight minutes? I, I think that's overly aggressive. You still got to be subtle about it. You can't walk up and push a cop off. I mean, I just, at some point, the cop's going to pay the price. Well, maybe you're right. Well, maybe you can. Maybe yeah. I guess in the, in the in the line of duty. Well, that's really what he's talking like about, though, Jim. It, you see cases like this, and the cops never, as you put it, pay the price. So you, you know can't that's why never is not fair. Okay. Because the media is not. Well, I want to say the they don't get. Oh, okay, justice is not served when you see uh, injustice. Okay. I, I, I want to say, let's say in the, uh, something like Breonna Taylor, right? Um, here you have a cop. What took so long? I don't know the whole situation, the the, the booking process. What took so long? If 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 I were to go ahead and go out here and and kill somebody, right? I and I was deemed, I guess, guilty or I was a suspect. 
or I was a person of what? I forget the, the term of it. Person of interest? Uh, person of interest. I'm pretty sure they they, they find me or they, they do an investigate. They, they try to find, if they know where I'm at, I assume if, if they know it's me, hey, we need to come talk to you. I don't understand what, what took so long for that to take place. That's that to me smell what like to take place a lot of for this office for them to go get this officer. Mm. What took so long? It, it to me smells like there's a lot of corruption. There. Which officer are we talking about? The officer that, that or, or any officer. I mean, there are procedures like there are. I, procedures. I understand. And I that, understand. And I would even argue that when you act too quickly, and you assume something, it creates more of a problem because then it's harder to prosecute. And then you got the, the people in, 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 in the media and all that going crazy. Oh, look, they must be guilty. And yet when they find out the evidence, they walk, it makes it more, it makes it more like, holy cow, everybody thought he was guilty and he's walking. So you have to follow some sort of procedure. And it's not like the policeman's gonna run away like a regular person could. So there is yeah. time. I mean, and the, not to mention the cop has a gun right there. So you kind of want to make sure he get the gun off him before you start. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to arrest you. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's tough for me because you, you know, you're going through the military background and even when you're put in a war zone, uh, like there's rules and procedures to follow. It's not just, Hey, we're in war. I don't like this, the way this guy's looking. I'm just shooting him. Well, it, let me. It doesn't, let, it doesn't work that way. I'm not trying to uh, sharpshoot you or anything, but mm-hmm. um, you said something very, very important. There's rules, there's procedures, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, uh, when they start talking about no knock versus knock warrant, I'm like, eh, I don't like no knock warrants personally. Mm-hmm. But, well, no, I'm sorry. I don't have an issue with them. But because of where I was, it takes a lot. You got to go through a lot to get it. There's a lot of dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's. So for there to be a mistake, it's like, that's like unheard of for me. Unless there's something, some process, in somewhere in the process, something is being skipped. So when you talk about the Brianna Taylor case, like what exactly uh, did they do wrong, the police officers? In your, from your view, from everything you've heard, read, or whatever, what exactly did they do wrong? Man, I feel like I feel like it was, and this, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm not speaking on like a different case or getting them mixed up. The officer was trying to shoot her boyfriend, correct? I don't, oh, yeah. think, I don't think he yeah. saw the, the boyfriend. They just saw the, the gunfire coming from down the hall. I don't think he could take okay. it. They can determine who was even down the other end of the hall. And it, damn, how long is the hallway? In an apartment? No, they walked in the door. I mean, you got to figure it's at least 20 feet, you know, and if it's not, the lights aren't on. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. And the officer ended up hitting her, correct? Yeah. Okay. So when they did an investigation on the officer, I believe it was a female officer. Whoa. I don't know that. I don't Yeah, I didn't I hear that one. one. See, that 
That's what I'm saying. I might yeah, but you could be right. You could be right. No, you could be right because I I don't know if it was a female or not. I didn't even know if there were yeah, same here. on there. No, no, no. It, it probably I probably am confusing that case with another one. Oh, um, you talking about the one up in Dallas, probably where she was convicted. Yes. Where she went into the wrong apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. My bad. I was confusing. Confusing the two. I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to Hey, welcome to the show. We do that all the time. <laughs> we don't always know everything we're talking about either. Hey. Yeah. We were arguing about Obama being Republican and Donald Trump being Democrat. So, yeah, it happens. Hey, man. <laughs> but I think what I think about Breonna Taylor is a lot of people are saying it was a senseless death. Right, and then if you jump on, uh, let me jump on the bandwagon with Jim and say a lot of people, you know, with everything that's going on in this country with police officers, <laughs> it just escalated a lot of the hype and a lot of the uh, false reporting, if you will, in my opinion, about the entire case. That's why a lot of times when the media is pushing something out there, I just step back because I'm not one to believe in the media. So I just, nah, the truth to come out, hopefully later on you know what i mean that's been i, mean, I feel I, I feel what you're saying and that that is a great point but because like i the, heard so when the when the when the when the, when the the floyd case happened you had when i first saw it it was just a i don't know a couple minute clip yeah it, it certainly didn't show what he did it just showed what the officer did and yeah. even later down the line you, you got the whole thing come out and it showed what happened and in that instance i don't think the officers should have been the judge during executioners and i think those other officers should have intervened and that's that's the area where i think the police need to police themselves yeah, that's, and that's, it, it, I don't know if you saw the entire video. We had broke it down, and Jim and I were like, "Hey, you did watch you hear our that? episode." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to watch the episode. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's uh where one guy did say, "Hey, should we do this?" Remember, Jim? Yeah, he and twice was, he tried to intervene, yeah. but yeah, the guy outranked him, twice. so the guy told him because he was a rookie yeah. or something. Yep. Mm. Right. So, so the rookie, I mean, have you ever been like, a rookie It does somewhere? happen. <laughs> it does happen with some, certain people, they try, you know? So, and I don't know, man, unless you've been in that position, we can always say what we would have done if we were in that position, especially being uh, vets, because we have been in similar positions. Mm. You, you know what I mean? But when the media jumps in there and say this, that, I, I just, I hate it when they do that. Even if I agree with him, I don't like it. Yeah, just shut up. So it's kind of it's kind of like add- what people say about LeBron: just shut up and play basketball. I'm like, just shut up and just report exactly what happened, and what that's all right. I want from you. You know. Well, so let me let me ask you this, and and I, I know Jim knows a lot better than I do. No, he doesn't. What what, what if? Uh, <laughs> let's say in that in that situation, if uh, the rookie officer were to shoot the officer that was leaning on his neck or like, you know, to go ahead and eliminate or like get them to back off. Right. And he actually fired upon them because they were about to kill this man and commit assault. Right. The the punishment didn't fit the crime and they were over, they were being overly aggressive. So what if that rookie officer shot his fellow officers? What now is there a law against Officers doing that is—is is it illegal for the officers to do that? What would happen in that scenario to that rookie officer had he taken 
I, I think he would be charged with the crime. We're killing it. Well, well, let's let's address the elephant in the room first. How is the rookie even supposed to know the outcome? And and I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm not going to nitpick. And, and even me and Mike broke it down. And when I, I do think Chauvin's behavior was way overboard. Uh, I don't know if he was deliberately trying to murder Floyd, but I do think his behavior was overboard. But I can even tell you from certain views and angles, you might not even known he was on his neck. He could have been on his shoulder blade, but you couldn't see it. So I think we're making a lot of assumptions. And that's the problem with a lot of media and, and people who don't know. They're making assumptions. Like if I was me, that rookie cop, and I shot a cop because I thought the guy was going to die, what if he didn't die? What if, what if Floyd never died? Then I'm going to jail for shooting a cop. Like Some people would say you saved his life. Yeah, right. But I'd still be going to jail for shooting yeah. a cop. But 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 that's 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 what I'm asking. So if that rookie cop shot the guy, obviously he falls off of Floyd's neck. Floyd now is able to breathe and he lives, right? But I get Floyd was resisting arrest and but he's sitting here telling you he can't breathe and there's three officers holding him down. At what point do you guys say, hey, all right? You got to watch the video. Otherwise, we're going to re- rehash the whole thing. <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll watch the video. Because, I mean, bro. in the video, you see Floyd does say, I can't breathe when he's getting out of his own car. So mm-hmm. it's not the first time he said he couldn't breathe. And mm-hmm. we did we did say that every, every moment at the end was wrong, you know, mm-hmm. with what they were doing. Once he was on the ground, you know, not resisting anyway, even the passively resisting they should have you know, not been laying on the guy. So we did. We do agree with you. So maybe we, we talk about some other case yeah. or some other incident that we didn't already rehash. Unless it's just yeah, a no, principle I'll, uh, we want to get. I'll go back. I'll go back and watch. But no, that, that's just uh, that's just something that's that's been that's been. Well, to uh, answer your question, though, about an officer shooting another officer, I think he or she would need a lot more than what was going on. Um mm-hmm. For instance, uh, I don't want to just do the hypotheticals, but if an officer's uh, shooting people, like you see in some movies where soldiers are executing people, you know, and you're like, hey, stop, stop. And then next thing you know, somebody pulls out a gun and shoots them. And that right there is justifiable. Right. But for even with the Floyd case, for him to like get up and uh, immediately go to deadly force, it's wrong. Right. I think one of you guys said earlier about why not just uh, couldn't somebody just go up to the officer and push him off or something like that. Mm. Hey, that's saving a life, too, if we're going to use that, you know, scenario. So um, yeah, push him off. Yeah. Tase push him off, whatever. But to go to a deadly force. Yeah, that's wrong. That would be or, wrong. you know, I mean, like I said, in this scenario, right. I would have been more likely to say, OK, you know, get off. I'll take, I'll cover him here. Like relieve him of his spot. And then you can do whatever you think is necessary. And there's options. Like I'm saying, those are options, but, but we, we, like we hashed in there, you got to consider Chauvin was a senior guy and these guys are rookies. So this was a scenario too. And I I told Mike, this was a scenario that it once they tried to put him in the police car, it went to a place I never experienced or expected. So these rookies were probably like dumbfounded. Like, what do we do now? I mean, this guy literally crawled through the police car. <laughs> like, what yeah. do we do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then he requested to be put on the ground. And then he would. So there was a lot of confusion. I think people are just like Mike said earlier, people need to just take a step back, breathe and stop, you know, assuming that, you know, black people are being hunted by cops without facts. Wait for the facts. 
unless you want to just talk yeah, about we your feelings. Yeah, we disagree with that. I do think some black people are being hunted by some, some cops. But you said some, and I can agree with that statement. Black people are being hunted by cops. Well, that's a generic statement that I can't agree with. Because <laughs> you're but, being too generic, even, intentionally even, too generic. Even, <laughs> some, white even, some, even some is too much. It shouldn't happen at all. Right, yeah, but some, think, is, some is still some is still too much. I get it. You can't. Yeah, but I think a lot of times, like evil, I get. It. Yeah, the gems of the world to me, they like even when when it's, when something is proven about these guys were like emails, and we talked about that, Jim, about the emails and the text messages. It's the same thing with this lady uh, up in Dallas, and you find out, you know, where their mindset was towards people of color or you know, specifically black people. Like you find out after the fact, sure. you know what I mean? So, and then when you see that, it's like, wow, wow. So maybe it was intentional. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's where the hunting comes in. But we also know, I mean, you can even watch Law & Order on TV. We all know intent is one of the hardest things to prove because you have to be in someone's mind or they have to give a confession. And in your example, even if you can get this uh, circumstantial evidence to say, well, Jim made a black joke. He must have been a racist. That's still circumstantial evidence. You cannot say that, that a man's mind and thoughts are 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 are, are Intent. You just can't say that. I don't think a black joke or a couple black jokes makes you racist. So where's the line? History of it. Where's the line? History of it. I think a joke. I think a joke is a joke. But if you have a history of making those jokes, that's primarily the only joke. Then I kind of start to feel like. "Mm." Yeah, but how are you going to build that? Like, let's seriously. How are you going to build that? Like, I mean, if I join the KKK, for example, I think that's a pretty overt act that I believe in what they, they, they do, but that doesn't make me a racist yet. <clears throat> yet, because maybe I don't even really understand what they are. So I think at some point there has to be a distinct uh, overt act um, that's blatantly out in your face or an omission before you can improve or could approve my intent. Wait, you said if you join the KKK, but you don't really know what they are? Sure. Maybe maybe I, I'm joining it to, to try to change their minds. Maybe. Um, I mean, my point is you can't really know my intent unless I tell you. Or you admitted it sometime in the past. Right. But that's telling right. you that is right. telling you. Well, I, you wouldn't I necessarily have to tell me you could be telling someone else. Correct. And it's recorded somehow. Correct. If yeah. I verbally said, you know, I'm a racist, now you can clip that out and say, Jim said it. <laughs> Jim said he's a racist. I know it. <laughs> 20 years. I'm going to have 20 to years. that. <laughs> but yeah, and I, and, I, and I like to, you know, I just think we as people need to, to take a deep breath. We need to start, you know, stop being offended, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, we need to stop thinking everything is about us. You know what I mean? Cause it may not be about us. We need to step back and start saying, you know, maybe this has nothing to do with me instead of jumping to those conclusions. But Jim, it's, that's hard. When you have a group of people that have been fighting for so long, They've been fighting for a specific group of people have been fighting for so long. It's harder for it's. Tell me who that group it's, is. It's just, well, black people. So all black since people. We're sub, since we're on that subject. All black people. Uh, is that the all group? Black people, or can you, all black people can you don't face a the same group. 
all black people don't face the same struggles, right? Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't live in, uh, I don't live in the hood anymore, right? So my experiences where I live at now are going to be different than someone that that does live in the hood that has to encounter uh, racism from officers. The, the officers here where I'm at, I have no issues with them. I wouldn't Why? complain and say f the police. Why? Because you're black. You're still black, right? I am still black, but I so haven't why do you not any have issues. I haven't encountered any bad issues, but I know that those issues happen. So I can speak on issues that are happening for someone else that may not be able to, which ties back to how I feel about when someone has a platform and use that platform to speak up for someone that that doesn't. Right. I I may not be uh, homeless. But if I see a homeless person and I have food, I'm going I'm to give it to them. I have money. Hey, man, here, uh, you know, go take care of yourself, whatever. Just having some compassion. Yeah, but you shouldn't go to politicians and talk to them about the homeless. I mean, why not? If it's, if it's going to make a change or it can make dude, a change no, in a positive no, no. way. No, you stay in your place, dude. You're self-employed, right? You have your own business, right? Mm-hmm. You go out there and you help businesses save money, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You don't go to politicians and try to help homeless. No. What are you talking? This I, I, can you I, figure I just, this guy out, Dontavia? I don't know what he. Half the time I, I, I don't know what he's talking no, about. I, I disagree. That's, that's, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's, that's like LeBron talking about you know social issues. No, it's not his place. Right it doesn't there? have to be. It doesn't have to be your cup of tea. So by using that logic, <laughs> I'm not a porn star, so I shouldn't have sex because that's not my Whoa. place. Whoa! Oh, did that, you that's, you, that's, you that's your lo- that's the logic that you're Whoa. using. Whoa. At, at least that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I think I don't know. I, I don't Mike know if is, I can say that. I don't know if it's that kind of show. I think just, Mike is trying to be <laughs> no. Mike is trying to be uh, um, sarcastic here, and his sarcasm is like it's like watching paint dry. You really don't know until you like. Wait a minute, is he sarcastic? <laughs> He's got more facial expressions for other things, but when he's doing sarcasm, it's straight. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's all good. No, I understand. I'm just, I'm just having a conversation, man. I'm no, not, you're, you're good. I'm we just don't just having a conversation. Yeah, but I think you need to, uh, you kind of shut it down with the porn thing. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I think it's good. I think we guys still got. I think we still got a lot to do, a lot to learn. But I, I think the core issues are not black and white. I think they're people. It's just people issues. I think uh, yeah. we need to really understand people before we jump to our own problems and our own feelings and things like that. And we've discussed this. You know, I, I what Mike? What? Now you got something to say? Say it. You have three vets on here right now. At any given really? time, we have at least two vets, right? But now we have three vets on here talking about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have three vets talking hey. about non-military. We're giving our opinions about non-military things, things that are going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So some people would say, hey, you guys are vets. You don't know anything. So it's the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. We, LeBron, we don't live in the world either. Okay, LeBron lives in the world. So why can't he speak on it? Well, he can speak. He just can't uh, speak on <laughs> while he's playing basketball, making stupid comments. I love it. I love so it. When is it. When is the time for him to speak? When is the time for him to speak? On when he's on his own, on his little Twitter, <laughs> his little Twitter feeds. He can do all the Twitter and he so you're saying, every once. So you're saying, so you're saying right after a game, 
during yeah. the press conference yeah. asking him Look, about I'll that play that cost him the game that he choked on or something like that. <laughs> I'll be honest well, whatever. You, I don't really care what LeBron says I no, think the was... more he speaks when he speaks the, the more ignorant he sounds the less I'm going to listen to him so it's just that simple mm. so I know he's probably a good basketball player so I can mm. mute the TV when he starts to talk that's pretty simple I don't really care everybody has the right to speak I'm not opposed to freedom of speech I just mm. think if you're going to say something dumb well then our show probably wouldn't exist <laughs> I was gonna go there next. <laughs> you two gonna cut us off? Well, you said <laughs> <laughs> they gonna cut us off anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but I, 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 I do agree. If someone has a platform, let them speak. If you agree with it, it's, it's kind of like that old thing that goes around on uh, social media. Hey, look, somebody else posted something I don't care about. I just kept scrolling. You know, right. like back in the day, you say, if you don't like it, turn the channel. So, and I'm a firm believer in that, man. If you don't like it, just like you said, mute the TV. Yeah, I, I don't watch LeBron or listen to yeah. him anymore. I don't I don't really care what he says. Because yeah. to me, all the stuff he's trying to say is garbage. Because I can get on total on board. Here I am sitting, you know, before two black guys that I'd probably do anything in the world for. Uh, but yet somebody would find a way to call me a racist. Because they clipped that one little time I said, Rick. It, it just, it is what it is. As long as you don't have a history of it, it, well, it is what well, it is. Well, even what if I did, could I, could I change? <laughs> could I possibly change? Did, did not there, was there not a, a black man that converted KKK members? Yeah, he converted over 200. Yeah, over 200 well, so are those people still bad people? No. So they can change. So therefore, no, the history really isn't relevant either, right? Well, the history defines who you are today. Does that, it? That that that's if if you were racist for the past twenty years and you made no effort to change it, you're still well, racist. Well, what today, if you man. changed it? <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. But what it, if you it, changed it? It doesn't happen one and over. So then these guys weren't really converted. No, so if, if you, you no, no, changed, I think, if, yeah, if you changed for sure, like okay, you're you're not racist. I, I was. That's like I, I'm not gonna use an example, but. If, <laughs> If you change, you change, no problem. But but uh, if if you didn't, then then yeah, you're still. So you're saying, you're saying if I did it again, then you can use my history against me. Well, I don't think it's a point about using history Possibly. against you. It's still if you have this part of your history, like if you've been this way for twenty years, and then Dontavis came along, and he, he now he's changed, and then today he's still a changed guy, but still all of that history made you who you are today. I don't think it's about judging you by it, you know, or using it against you. It's just that's who you are. We are. We are. You know, you are the way you are. That's who you history, man. You know, history. Your experience. That's who you History. Yeah. All of that has molded you into the guy you are today. And we're not proud of that, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, man. We, 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 we got a lot of stuff in here. Because Dontavious brought up a bad part of my past. <laughs> Cowboys? Have it, man. Have it, man. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Well, speaking of history, we could probably put this one in the history books because uh, we're about uh, going to take this pretty far. So why don't we pull a pin on this? <clears throat> There's plenty more. And, and then I... I We'd love to have him come back too. eventually, too. Maybe we can uh, get more deep into some other stuff like this and maybe less uh, sarcasm by Mike. Monotone hey, I'm going to figure out the sarcasm. I, I'm I don't even have it figured out. 
I don't. I got to figure out everybody else's sarcasm. <laughs> so, Tavius, I have been doing what twenty some odd shows with this man, and I can't tell sometimes. I'm like, is he serious? Yeah. Is he trying to goat me into something or what? Yeah, no, I got to figure out. I don't joke with everybody. Say, I'm, I'm sure y'all understand that. I don't, I don't joke with everybody. Say, right. so you, everybody's gonna get different levels of sarcasm. But I'm, gonna figure, I'm gonna figure it out, Mike. Well, oh, yeah. at the oh, end yeah. of the day, like even what we're trying to prove through these conversations, at the end of the day, if it's serious or not. Who cares? We're still going to have conversation. We're still going to be friends. We're still going to hang out. We're still we're going to get through all this crap. So I think that's really the point of it. You know, maybe maybe next week I'll, I'll be black and I'll, I'll understand. No, that won't happen because I've been white all my history. So, yeah. OK. All right. Never mind with that idea. But uh, either way, let's give Dontavious his opportunity to pull the pin on something. And don't, don't pull it on me. All right. Because I. Uh, Pull the pin. I, I, I kind of already did it in the show. Uh, speaking about what we spoke about, um, that, that was kind of my pull the pin. But I would, I would say uh, to add to that, I think a fix is just to have some love and compassion for one another. Uh, if something is morally wrong, then it's wrong. I, you know, it's just we, we as a country, we got to do better. Uh, pointing the fingers, yeah, everybody's not racist. I, I think. Uh, it's 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 becoming it's becoming an issue to just you could ruin somebody's life something they work so hard to achieve for by falsely accusing so i think we just need to have some compassion as you said earlier just take a, a step back and uh you know be a little bit more patient in our approach and uh get all the facts um but that that's pretty much what i want to pull the pin on just everything we talked about was kind of you know what's on my mind um lately since since all this kind of it's it's always it's, it's been happening since I was born, but uh, it's now being shown more more and more and more in our faces on if not the TV social media, so you're seeing it everywhere and it's uh it's a, it's it's affecting a lot of people. So mm. is that good? And I, we, we gonna give, I personally we gonna give believe for a pull the pin there, or that was kind of the pin, he was kind of trying to put the pin oh. back in. Right? Yeah, he put the pin on. He was trying he to put it back in, Jim. Jim, he put it back in. Yeah, he was trying to put that pin back in. And that's a veteran right, right there. Talk about yeah, going down doors. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna come hey, with another one. Hey, all you gotta do is watch about I two episodes, and you see how I pull the pin. He gonna be like, oh, okay, guy. Got- <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. No worries. We'll let you off the hook. It's no worries. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... I'd we like to do this again with y'all. Yeah, folks. we want to thank you for Same coming here. on, Don Tavis. We appreciate it, and we love the conversation. Always have a good time on here. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all having me. Oh, All yeah. right. Thank you guys also for joining us. We hope you did enjoy it. We hope you come back to see the next episode. And until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin.